Hey, what's good? 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 This is the, your host doing the most, Billy D. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. I love you guys, man. I, I, I thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of This Week Flow Sports Edition. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. The NFL, the NBA, the World Series. Um, so much going on. So much going on. I was watching the uh, Packers and Cardinals game yesterday. What a great game. What a great game. If you want to know what football is, that's 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 some good football right there. If you if you don't know what football is, you don't watch the sport of football and you're clueless to what goes on. You watch the, the highlights of the Packers in the Cardinals game. And man, what a game. What a game. Two elite quarterbacks, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers going at it. It, it, it was a sight to see. Um if you if you have my Facebook, um, Billy Dennis on Facebook, I'm the guy with the glasses. Um, it's a lot of Billy Dennis's on Facebook, but on my Facebook, I kind of sent the shot to my team, the 49ers, and I was saying how you know the Packers had just scored a touchdown and they went up 17-7, and it was like the height of the fourth quarter. It was it still was still like 14 minutes left, still a good ball game left. And I told my and I, and I and I sent the message to the 49ers on my post and I said, Packers go up, you know, 17-7. Imagine if the Packers are playing us right now. Who do you trust to come back from 17-7? Jimmy G or Trey Lance? And I said, obviously Trey Lance. And that's the thing, you know. And it makes me talk about, you know, the mind of an athlete. The mind this is what you deal with when you when it comes with the mind of an athlete. You deal with, with sports critics like myself. You know, I consider myself a sports fan slash critic, kind of, you know, uh, a committed fan, an analyst of the sort. But you but as an athlete, you have to deal with people like me and it's never easy. It's it's always a struggle. It's, it's always a battle with the media. It's a battle with keeping your spot on the team. It's a battle with, you know, family life, because. So much of your family life is compromised due to your life in sports, you know, your professional career. And, you know, it, it just makes me think the athlete goes through so much in life. You know, I, I even wrote down some things that the athlete goes through, you know, and here here are some of the things that I wrote down. And I think I wrote down, I want to say I wrote down eight things. These are the eight things I wrote down. Dealing with the media constant 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 media throughout the week before practice during practice after practice before the game after the game during the game i mean it's just on twitter instagram you always have to deal with the media you always have to deal with criticism i mean it's just you you can't please everybody you know you could do eight things right but out of those 10 things they're gonna kill you for the two things you can't do right you know, I mean, you. I mean, Tom Brady goes through it. I mean, what what other quarterback would you know wouldn't want a career like Tom Brady's? You know what I'm saying? Name me one quarterback that wouldn't want a, a career like Tom Brady. But leave it to the media; they're always gonna find new obstacles and new things to say that he can't do, and and that's the media. Michael Jordan goes through it. LeBron James goes through it. The media is tough. A lot of times idiotic, a lot of times misinformed, and a lot of times just clickbait. I say something bad about you, somebody's going to click on my link and want to read my story. I get paid every time you click on my link. 
Whether you like my story or not, I get paid for you reading it. That's the media. Another thing, views that you have that are different from other teammates. Remember when Trump was in office, the election, how he damn near split locker rooms apart. He split teams apart. He split teams from the ownership. You remember what the human, uh, you, we all remember what the Houston Texans said about the teammates, about the uh, uh, players he has signs. He said, you cannot let the inmates run the prison. Well, that was a big thing. That was a huge thing. It was like, what are you saying? You're, 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 the people that work for you are inmates, they're your slaves, because that's how it, it, it was taken as, you know, but that's what you deal with with the athlete. You're working for a billionaire owner who throws millions at you, and now he feels like you owe him something. He feels like I paid you, you give me a service. It's the same thing when you work for your boss. He pay, He feels like he pays you, even though the company pays you. Same thing with the NFL. The owner feels like he pays you, even though the fans pay you, even though the sponsors pay you. The owner technically does not pay you. Yeah, the owner is worth billions, but without fans in the seat and without fans buying merchandise and buying your attire and wanting to be like the player on the field, the NFL doesn't make money. The reason why you see NFL have sponsorships with Coors Light, Budweiser, well, what does Coors Light and Buzzweiser have to do with NFL? Well, I'll tell you. Sponsorship dollars. People who watch the NFL more than likely are not athletes. They're guys who work a regular 9 to 5 like me and you. They Well, I don't really work a 9 to 5 no more, but if need be, I will pick up a shift anytime. Bills have to get paid, and I got two kids. So money has to be made at all times for me. I have no... I cannot slack, whether it's picking up a job, whether it's freelancing, whether it's DoorDash, whether it's the podcast, whether it's merchandise. I don't sleep. I'm always on the grind. I'm always working. But these are the things you have to deal with as an athlete. Views that you're going to have different than your other teammates, different than your family members, different than your, your wife and your kids and your owner and your boss. You're going to find yourself kind of being a loner at times kind of being an outsider at times can be very, very tough. Mental health plays a big part in that. Also, I wrote another thing. Family members financially leeching off of you. That's just so common. How many athletes you know come from, you know, bad backgrounds, lower income? You know, they come from the projects. They come from the hood, as they would say. And all of a sudden, you become a first-round draft pick and now everybody in your family members automatically think you're rich. The difference is, yeah, you, you kind of technically are rich. If you're somebody like LeBron James and LaMelo Ball, you kind of come instantly rich once you sign that contract. But they don't understand the hard work that you put in. They didn't put in that hard work. Your uncles and your cousins, they didn't put in that hard work. A lot of times it was maybe that one uncle or maybe that, that father or maybe that mom that put in that extra time. But a lot of times, most of your family just waiting to see what you become. A lot of times, your family members doubt what you become. They don't believe you're going to become what you're going to become, even if they tell you they believe in you. They don't. And if they say they believe in you, a lot of times they lie. It's just some of the things you have to deal with. Family members will leech off of you. And that's some of the things you deal with as, a, as an athlete. Also contributes to mental health issues. The reason why a lot of athletes go broke after they get out. Some of the things that they have to deal with. 
And it's tough. It's tough. Learning how to say no can be the toughest thing in the world, but you have to learn how to say no. Sometimes it can be your own mother. You have to tell mom no. No, mom. I'm not going to keep paying you this crazy amount of money every month for you to blow it and then come back to me after you blew it on stupid shit. Comes with being an athlete. Another thing, properly managing your money. Bills, debt, credit, investment, savings. These are all the things you have to deal with when managing your money. Knowing when to invest. Knowing how to take a loss with an investment. Knowing how to take a financial loss in general. You might have paid that cousin with a little bit too much money and you thought that that would help problems for him go away. Nope. A lot of times you give your cousin that money and he blows it. Contributes to family members financially leeching off of you. You got to come up with a budget as an athlete. got to learn when to say no to people. You got to know that you come first because if you don't come first, then how does your kids and your wife and the family structure come first? You give me a broken man, I give you a broken home. Another thing, relationships. Like I said, you give me a broken man, I gave you a broken home. Not properly managing your money will mess up your relationship as an NFL athlete. Learning how to date, learning how to deal with marriages, friendships, people you have to cut off, people that you find yourself socially distancing from because you realize that you're in a different light now. You're more serious than they are because you have to be. Every dollar counts. Every moment counts. Every second counts. Your time is officially worth money. Your friends don't understand that. They hit you with the sand. Oh, you change. Yes, I did change. I have to change. The person that you see now is not the same person. I have sponsorships I deal with. I have bills I deal with. I deal with family. I, you know, I have to raise kids. I still have to be a father. I still got to make sure mom and dad is good to an extent. There are responsibilities that I have to deal with along with me telling people no and when to tell people no. These are some of the things you have to deal with and manage. It's not easy. Also, stupid fans with stupid expectations. Like a boss with stupid deadlines. You ever had that boss that tells you, I need 50 things done by Friday and it's Thursday and you just got off and it's closing hours on Thursday. So technically you got one thing, you got one day to get done with 50 things. Mind you, your boss throws this on you because he didn't get it done. You ever have that shitty boss that, you know, he's a shit back. You know, he throws you all of his work because he's lazy and he has that position. Eventually, he the, the eventually his boss finds out that he is not doing what he's supposed to do and they eventually fire him or suspend him and they give you his position or sometimes they fire you in him or sometimes they fire him and move somebody else in his position and you have a new boss. This is what you deal with when you deal with the corporate world. And if you're not an athlete, this is what you deal with when you don't have a degree, when you don't have a trade, when you don't have a trade and you don't have the right degree, you don't have leverage. So you deal with stupid fans, stupid, stupid expectations, stupid bosses, stupid bills, stupid landlords. You see how this cycle goes, guys? The cycle continues on and on and on. And it doesn't stop with you. If you don't get your shit together, science says more than likely your kids won't. And the cycle continues. But these are the things you deal with as an athlete. 
And these are the things you have to get control of or else you fall as an athlete. Last but not least, you have to deal with long hours at work, which affect family life. You ever see an athlete on top of his game and he's got 10 years in the game? Nine out of 10 times, he's on his second wife or his third wife. He doesn't last long with his first wife because he realizes that, yeah, I married the love of my life. But come to find out, yeah, I love her, but she's not the perfect one for me. She doesn't understand why I have to put in all these hours at work. She doesn't understand that without me putting in all these hours at work, the family fails. The family structure fails. The kid fails. She doesn't understand that she doesn't come first. You come first. And the reason why you come first is when you come first, the family becomes first. When you come first, everything gets taken care of. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. I'm not talking about the athlete that gets all this money and doesn't take care of the family home. That is called a mental health issue. That is called an immaturity issue. That is a real issue that goes on in America. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the guy that works hours. My, I mean, mainly the athlete, the, the NBA player, the basketball player, the MLB player. He works long hours. He takes care of his family. He manages his money. He makes his money work for him instead of working for his money. I'm talking about that guy. Don't you understand how much trust that guy deals with every day? Long hours at work, dealing with young teammates more than likely who don't want to listen to him, who don't respect him. These are the things that he has to deal with as an athlete. Don't think for one second that an athlete doesn't go through similar things that you and I go through. Matter of fact, it's very similar, but different in a lot of ways. But there are a lot of similarities between you and the athlete. A lot of those similarities is if you want success, you got to put in long hours most of the time. A lot of times success doesn't come quick. This isn't microwave popcorn. This isn't a microwave pizza that you got from from Ralph's that you got from the freezer section and you put it in the microwave for five minutes and you got a pizza. Doesn't work that way, guys. And a lot of times when you have microwave success, it isn't healthy. Kind of like the microwave pizza that you ate. It's really not healthy for you. Or the microwave ramen noodles that you ate that it tells you on the actual instructions, not the microwave. But we all microwave the ramen noodles. Why? Because we do what we want. We're rebellious. No, we're immature. And a lot of times we're kid minded a lot of times. And I'm guilty of it, too. We're, we're, all adults are. I mean, there's a saying in the Bible that says that you start off as a baby, you go to an adult, and you pretty much end as a baby. You've seen a lot of uh, uh, older people, they act like big babies. Stubborn, don't want to listen, stuck in their ways. Isn't that a child a lot of times? Or a teenager that's starting to rebel? These are the things that some of the athletes have to deal with. You know, learning how to grow up. Learning how to leave mommy and daddy's house and all of a sudden manage millions of dollars. Learn how to deal with financial advisors, quote unquote, financial advisors. A lot of times those are the people that rob you. But you don't understand that because you don't understand financial education. You went to college, but you didn't pay attention to your finances. You were trying to pass tests so you can be ready for game day. And a lot of times... A lot of the athletes will tell you, just hire somebody to manage your money. Yeah, but I'll also say you might want to put in a little bit of time of learning about simple finances, simple budgeting, so you can kind of audit your financial advisor. Auditing is important. I'm going to tell you like this. 
aud- yeah, when you audit somebody, it's very important. You put pressure on them. You also let them know that, hey, I'm watching you. I have to watch you. If I'm a financial advisor, I would want you to financial audit me. If not, I don't take you serious. More than likely, I don't work for you too long because you're going to come paranoid one time because you're going to blow money like crazy. And then you're going to think I robbed you. And then you're going to find out, no, you're just an idiot and you blow all your money. These are a lot of things that athletes deal with. And these, are the, and these are the things I always say. Try not to be too hard on the athlete. Try not to be too hard on yourself. We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But all of the things that I broke down, these are a lot of things that we deal with. Now, we don't deal with the media, but we deal with family members who don't believe in us, who talk about us, who judge us off of our lifestyles. We have different views than them. We have family members who are leeching off of us. We have problems managing our money, bills, debt, credit, investment. You're lying if you don't. If, if, if you're not bringing in more money than you can spend and you're not saving your money and investing your money, more likely you're broke. If you don't have good credit or if you don't have credit at all, more than likely you're broke. These are the things that we have to deal with when learning how to deal with finances. When you learn that credit is just important as money, you realize that I'm very, I'm very immature. You realize a lot of your favorite rappers are immature. You have to have credit. You have to have debt. You ever hear the rapper says, uh, you have to own, not lease. A lot of times when you learn about finances, you learn that sometimes it's more beneficial to lease than own because of your situation. And finances are often built off of your situation. So your finances are a lot of times different than somebody else's finances. You learn that when you learn about finances. And these are a lot of things that the athlete deals with. And I wish the athlete, you know, I wish there was like a real life, like therapist slash financial business that, you know, every athlete has to take. Like you have to take like, or like, you know, you have to at least have an associates in finances because how many times have we seen an athlete get out of being an NFL superstar or NBA superstar five years later, he's broke. I mean, isn't that crazy? I mean, this is the mind of an athlete. You know, no athlete is safe. If you don't take care of your finances, more, more times out of 10, I mean, nine times out of 10, you get robbed. I'm going to be honest with you. You get robbed. People take advantage of you. People have no love for you, no respect for you, and people secretly are jealous of you and envious of you. And what do people do when they're jealous and envious of you? They rob you. They rob you. They'll strip you butt naked if they can. They'll have you out here like cold booty cheeks, you know, assed out. Have you ever seen the Martin episode? If anybody ever watched Martin, where he goes to the pool table, he lies to Gina, and he goes to the pool table, and he gets hustled by a lady shark. Uh, it's the funniest thing ever and he goes home and he's stripped down to his drawers and, and, and that's it drawers and socks that's all that's what he's stripped down to his drawers and socks it's the funniest episode in the world but that's what happens as an athlete that can happen to you you find a lot of your favorite athletes on the corner asking for money look at delante west i'm not trying to talk about him but it's the truth look at how fast he went from millions of dollars to being an alcoholic, being on pills, being on drugs, being depressed, losing his mind, mental health issues. 
This is for real, guys. Mental health issues is serious. So as I talk about the mind of an athlete, I want you as the listener to understand that mental health affects you just like it affects the athlete. And you're not much different than the athlete. So, you know, shout out to all the athletes. Shout out to everybody out there doing their shit. But I'll probably have a part two to the mind of an athlete where I dive into some stories about some of my favorite athletes who had it all and they fell down and fell from grace. But I don't want to talk your head off too much. I'm I'm going on 20 minutes. But I just thought I'd give you some examples of some of the things that these athletes go through. And I want the fan to understand that you kind of have to be more sympathetic and have more empathy on these athletes because a lot of these athletes come from nothing. And when you come from nothing, it's hard to tell you something. Because a lot of times you have your guard up. You don't know who to trust. You've been lied to and you've been hustled your whole life. So just thought, you know, I thought I'd touch on some of the things that we go through as an athlete before I dive into topics of today like the NFL, the NBA, college basketball, college football, college basketball. I mean, uh, 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 high school football, high school basketball. Those are the topics that I really like to go over. And we're going to talk about, you know, athletes, sponsorships, financing, business, networking. But we're going to talk about it in a spicy way. Um, I want it to be fun. I want it to be entertaining, but I also want it to be real. I want it to hit home. So, you know, I thank you guys for tuning in. Um, Thank you for tuning in to another episode of This Week Flows. It's your host doing the most, Billy D. I love you guys. And stay blessed, stay woke, and stay active, man. The grind don't stop. I love y'all, man. Say no to drugs, man. Say yes to the green. Yes, sir. And the green is... Mother, 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 Mary. Marijuana. I love it, you guys. Cannabis supporter all day. No disrespect if you're not. Love y'all. Holla. This week flow sports. Let's get it.